Five lines in the bottom of the Dafyut Cheson Beis. Yesterday we started the Mishnah where we said there's a concept of the Tilsi Dayan for Chuan, for Misa, and for Truma. So the Gemara starts, Tanar Abonim, we learned, Hanaitul Yadav, if someone washes their hand, Niskavin had Kabano, Yadu Tires, then his hands would be tar. Lloyd Niskavin, but he didn't have Kabano, Yadu Tmeis, then his hands are still Tami. The Chena Matul Yadav, that bit of gay Hegdish we said is a din, they have to be toiling your hands into a mikvah. So if you're doing Tvila on your hands, Niskavin, if you had Kabano, that you're doing it in order to be then your hands would be tar, like but you didn't have kavana, then the tefillah does not work, and your hands would still be tummy. The Gemara is a steer about Tanya. We have a Bryce that says, it doesn't make a difference if you have kavana. If you didn't have kavana, that your hands would still be tar. So Rabbi Nachman says, that's not shver, and we turned off your testament that is a chul between if you're washing your hands for chulun, then you don't need kavana, and that's pshat in the Bryce that says that if you weren't mechavin, that yadav tires. However, in the Bryce that says he had to be Mechabin, that's talking about a case of Maishashani, or of course, Chuma or Kachim. And in those cases, there you would need Kavana. But for Chulun itself, you would never need Kavana. Now, yes, we're not Himmer the Chulun by Kavana. And from where do we know that if you're going and doing the Teal Sadaim for Chulun, you don't have to have Kavana, that you're doing the Teal Sadaim specifically for Chulun? That's not because we have a Mishnah in the Kvais. Galshinitlash, Oboya Boim Saw, Vinafal Adam Al Kim Tyrim. standing near the ocean, and a large tidal wave that's at least 40 saw comes and jumps out of the ocean and it falls on the person or on Kalim, the din is that the person or the Kalim would be tar. And the Gemara makes a deal. Tani, we learned, Adam dum Kalim. The Mishnah compared an Adam to a Kli. Ma Kalim Dloy Mechavni, just like a Kli, doesn't have Das and therefore didn't have Kavana. So Af Adam, also by a person, Dloy Mechavin, that even if he didn't have Kavana, the person and the Kali would be tar. And even though the Chayr, this price doesn't say that we're talking specifically about Chulun, but it has to be talking about something. So the Chayr, it's talking about Chulun and still we say that you tar even without Kavana. But the Gemara says, maybe over here there's not a riot because Dilma, maybe the actual story of Benigay, this 40 saw tidal wave that came, is Biyoshivu Mitzapa, Imisayitl Shagalski. Now we're talking about a person that's standing right next to the ocean and he's thinking to himself, he's watching the waves and he says, I want a tidal wave to come and fall on me and then I will have the tire in the mikvah. So it actually was a situation where the person had Kavana, the Kalim Dum the Adam, and maybe it goes exactly the opposite way, that the Kli is similar to the Adam. And the Mishnah is teaching you, Ma Adam the Bakavana, just like the person is a person that can have Kavana. And the case over here is that he had kavana. Afkelim the mechavnu also by the kli is talking about a case where the person had kavana that he wants his kelim to become tar and he wants them to go in the mikvah and he saw that a tide wave is about to come and he had kavana that it should be tar from this mikvah. But the Gemara now yes, but if you're telling me that this is the case of the Mishnah and you're talking about that the person had kavana and the gate keli also it was talking that it was kavana and that's why this tire. So ibi yashim if we're talking about that case where the person was sitting and waiting for the tidal wave to come, my so what's the Chiddush of the Mishnah? On that, the Gemara says, the Chiddush of the Mishnah is, because you might think, maybe we should make it zero, that even though this person actually had Kabana, and it seemed that everything worked out because he went into a proper mikvah of 40 saw, but that maybe the person will say that just like this works, then I could also go to become Torah under a runoff of a large amount of rainwater that is running off a mountain slope, and in that case, the person actually would be Tomei, and it's not considered a valid mikvah, as Rashi says, two reasons, either because it's a steep incline, so it's not considered to have a full 40 saw that is falling on him and therefore it's not considered a good tefillah or Rashi says that rainwater is puzzle unless it's standing still and over here it's still flowing and therefore it would not be a good tire and therefore you would think that maybe because of that we should be geyser that even if you yeshim mitzapa buy a tidal wave it should also be tamay so kamash one that this type of tire does work inami zaktigamara nigzeration ought to keep in that maybe we should make a zero that even though in this case the 40 saw fell on the 
person and the 40 saw actually fell on the ground and therefore it was a valid mitzvah and since he had kavana, so therefore it was a good filah but you might say that we should be geyser because maybe instead of the water actually hitting the person or the kli at the tip of the wave where it actually hits the ground and therefore it's a valid mitzvah maybe we should be geyser that the kli should not be considered tar because maybe if you go and say it's tar then someone will actually lift up a kli into the center of the wave into the arch of the wave and at that point the wave didn't hit the ground and therefore that's not considered a valid mikvah as Rashi said if he lifted up a kli above his head and he was in the kippah in the arch it's not considered a as we'll see in a moment the Gemara therefore says that we're not going to such a case and having a tefillah for an adam or for kalim in a wave that's 40 saw is still valid but we can't learn out of the Mishnah and we don't have a riot that Chulun doesn't need Kavana when you go into the Mikvah. And the Gemara continues, we just stated that if someone's table in the middle or in the arch of a wave, that it's not considered a good filo because it never touched the ground. In fact, the Gemara, we're not hammered, and how do we know that you can't be table in the arch of a wave? So the Gemara says, the time we have this Mephurish in the Brisa, you let it be table in the tip of a wave that landed on the ground. However, you can't be table in the arch of the wave that didn't touch the ground because you can't be tovel with water that's suspended in the air. As Rashi says, because the Torah never said there's a concept of a mikvah that's in the air for tefillah. And the Gemara continues that at this point, we still don't have a raya that the dinner has been a gechulim, that if you wash your hands, you go to a mikvah, that you don't need kavana. And the Gemara says, that I'll bring your raya from the following Mishnah in Mesechus Machshirin. Now just to remind ourselves, when you have fruits, the dinner is that the fruit or any food product cannot become tamay and can't be hushal kabotumah unless one of the Zion Mashkin fall on top of that fruit or that food product and it was done the Kavana that the Balabayas either put the water there the Kavana or it fell on there and the Balabayas was happy that it got wet and this is learned out from the Pasuk that says in Vayikra Bechiyutan Mayim Alzera so it says in the Pasuk when water will fall in it but we learn out Kiyutan Dumir Dechiyitain that just like when a person puts it there it's done the Kavana also when water falls on Paris it has to be done the Kavana so the Mishnah starts Paris if Paris fall into a canal of water now, of course, these pairs fell into it, and therefore it wasn't done with Kavana, and therefore it wasn't Hushal Kabotuma at that point. And the Mishnah continues and said, If someone that his hands are tummy goes and stretches out their hands, and he picks up the pairs from the water, his hands would become tar, even though he didn't have any Kavana, however, the pairs do not become Hushal Kabotuma, since he never really wanted these pairs to get wet at all. But if he places his hands into this water in order to take out the pairs, but also in order to wash his hands, then Yadav Tyrus, then his hands would be tar, of course, because even without Kavana, his hands would be tar by placing into water. But in this case, the pears become because at this point, it's considered as if he wanted the pears to become wet. Now, how does that work? So Rashi says, Since he was having Kavana, that he wanted to wash his hands, so Rashi explains by the fact that he wants to wash his hands, so there's a gilu das that he was happy that this water fell over there and therefore he was able to now go wash his hands. Now the Akhrenim are completely bothered by Rashi. The Lechari doesn't make any sense. It's true that he wants the water there because he wanted to wash his hands. The Lechari, there's no gilu das that he wanted the actual pears to become wet. The pears actually fell there by mistake and therefore he still would have been happy if there had been water there and no pears inside. So Lechari, how does that make it? Bichiyutan and how does it make it? Hukshulukabal Tumor. Was this question this Fasemis actually explains as follows that the Mishnah Machshirin and Perak Alf Mishnah Alf explains that if someone had Kavana that he wants to have water on a certain item 
then the din is that even though he didn't have specific kavana that this water should fall on pears, if the water goes on the pears, that water is something which he had kavana for and he wanted that water, and therefore it would be machshir those pears, lekabel tumma. However, this pshat doesn't really fit into Rashi at all, and therefore other achreinim explain that the case over here that Rashi is talking about is where you had a very low pool of water, and the only way it got high enough that he was able to wash his hands is only because the fruits went in, and based on displacement, therefore the water level raised up, and that's when he put his hands in there, and therefore of course he wants the water there, and he wants the pears there, because otherwise he wouldn't be able to wash his hands, ayin shum. From this mission we see that if you have pears that fell into an amasamayim, and you put your hands in there, no matter what, if you had kavano, if you didn't have kavano, the din is that your hands become tar, so we see that there's a din that even without kavano, there could be tyra, both in the mikvah, as well as in the tino zidayim. And the Gemara continues, so Rabbi asked the following question of Nachman, because Rabbi Nachman was the one that said that Kalmah Chulun, Kalmah Maisa, there's a difference between Chulun that doesn't need Kabbana and Benegay and Maisa, they do need Kabbana. And he asked from our Mishnah. Our Mishnah stated, if someone went and did feel it for Chulun and they had Kabbana for Chulun, then it would be Asal Maisa. So it's Mashma. The only way that it works for Chulun and it would be Asal for Maisa Shani is only Huxakin. If you had Kabbana, then it would work for Chulun. But if you didn't have Kabbana for Chulun, then that feeling wouldn't even work for Chulun. No, that's not what the Mishnah meant. The Mishnah really meant that, of course, if you go into a mikvah and you toivel even without kavanah for chulin, that feel works. But the Chiddush of the Mishnah is, even if a person had kavanah, that he's going to the mikvah and he wants his feel to work for chulin, so you might think that since you had an episode of kavanah, maybe it will work for Maisa Shani. So on that, the Mishnah said, also the Maisa is still not going to work for Maisa Shani. The Gemara continues to ask another question on Rav Nachman, again from a Mishnah, Isfei. We said at the end of the Mishnah, if someone's toivel in a mikvah or he didn't feel and he didn't have any kavana at all. It's considered like he didn't have tefillah at all. So the Gemara points out, my lab, what we're talking about in the Mishnah is, when it says, it means you didn't have any tefillah at all, and it's not going to be tefillah even for chulun. That Gemara answers, that's considered that you weren't tefillah for Maishashani, but of course, for chulun, it's considered a good tefillah, and it's considered a good tefillah, even without any kavana. The Gemara continues, who suffered that Rabbi thought after Abnachman gave him these tefillah, the chulah, just pushing off with Hirutim, but these Hirutim are really a dochuk in these Mishnayas. But Nafak Dokfa Eshach, but then Rabbi went out and he actually found a Bryce that's exactly like what Nachman said. The Tanimuks said with Furish, if you were Tavel and you didn't have any Kavana, then your Tfila doesn't work for Maishashani. However, the Tfila does work for Chulun, and we see therefore exactly what Nachman said that if someone wants to go in Tavel and he doesn't have a Kavana, it would work for Chulun, but not Lamaisa, as Nachman said, Kan Lechulun, the Kan Lamaisa. Now keep in mind that even though we just Said that for chulin, you don't have to have kavana that you're going into the mikvah for chulin, but Rashi in the Mishnah clearly says that you actually have to have at least kavana that you're going into the mikvah. As Rashi says, the deal of Maschal, loy huchzik on daf yudchesem beis, loy niskavlin shem tefilas tayra. You didn't have kavana for a tefilah at all. El rechitza ba'amah only for rechitza, only to wash yourself and to bathe yourself in water. It seems posher that according to everyone, you have to at least have kavana that you're going into the mikvah, even though for chulin you don't have to have kavana specifically that I want to become tar for chulin. So now the Gemara says, Amar Blazer Blazer. Says if a person goes into the mikvah and he had kavana to be tovel stam, he didn't have kavana for any other specific tefillah, and not for chulin, not for mice, not for truma, etc. So Rabbi Lazar teaches us that when he gets out of the mikvah, machzik atzvan chol mashiyirta. At that point, he could decide and he can have kavana that I want that tefillah to work for me for anything that I want. So he could say afterwards, even though he's already out of the mikvah, that I want the tefillah to work for truma or for kachim, and that would still work. Achreinim explained with few Rashi that over here we're talking about a person who had kavana at least that he was going to the mikvah and therefore. By the fact that he went to mikvah, of course he wanted to be for something, but he didn't say what that was supposed to be for, and therefore.
therefore, based on the concept of Yesh Beirah, which is actually Rabbi Lezer Lushitasai that holds Yesh Beirah, therefore, by having Kavana afterwards, that also Megalodaitai, that originally when he went to the mikvah, his tefillah was with the intent for Maisa or for Truma, etc. It doesn't have to be that the person was wet. It could be even when the person dry, the same thing would apply. However, Taisa over here says, that it has to be that he was still wet. So it would seem from Taisa that Taisa holds that the reason why it works over here is because he's still wet. Therefore, it's considered like he's still involved with his Tyra and with his going to the mikvah. And that's why his Kavana could still help. Ayin Sham. The Gemara now asks a question on Rabbi Lazar Meisvei. Are there regular Achas B'mayim? If someone has one foot still in the water of the mikvah, if originally he had intent for something which was a lighter thing, like for example, Meisvei Shani, he can still change his intent for it being for a Dabachama, for example, like for Truma. Allah, but once he gets out, Shobay Namachsak, at that point, he can't go and change his Kavana. My love, ain't a Machsak cloud. So it's Mashbun, he can't be Machsak at all. You can't have Kavana at that point at all. The Gemara says, Loi, Aideo, if he's still inside, then even though he originally had intent for one thing, he can change his intent and decide to go and use that intent for a different thing, even though that thing is Mokhama, for example, like Truma. But Allah, if the person already is completely out of the mikvah, if he never had any Kavana before what his intent was for this Tefillah, then Machsik, then you would have the ability, like we said before, based on Rashi, that based on Yesh Breira, you could go and just decide what your original intent was, but then Machsik, if he already had an intent, then in a Machsik, at this point, you can't change your intent, of course, Yesh Breira wouldn't work in this case, because you already had an intent for something else, and you already added a Mikvah, and therefore, you're not able to change your intent, and therefore, of course, there's no steer between Rabbi Lezer and this Bryce, and Bryce is talking about one case, where the person actually had a Kavana, and now he wants to change it, and Rabbi Lezer was talking about a case where he never had any intent what this Tefillah was for, and based on the concept of Breira, you could go and decide and determine what your original intent was based on uh, the idea of Gilim Milsalim Afreya. Gemara continues, that who is this Bryce going like that says that if someone still has one foot in the water, that he can still change the Kavana. So the Gemara says, Amar Pedas, Rabbi Yehuda here. Rabbi Pedas says that this is going like the Shita Rabbi Yehuda. Now just keep in mind that even though we're going to say that Rabbi Pedas said that this is going like Shita Rabbi Yehuda, the Gemara will actually go away from this and say Rabbi Yehuda does not hold in this, and therefore the Gemara will come out at the end on your testimony base that this price that says that you can still change your intent is going like Shitas Rameya. And the Gemara continues, it's now we have a Mishnah in Mikvah that says, Mikvah if there's a Mikvah that was measured and it has exactly 40 saw, and now two people go into the Mikvah and they go in one after the other. So Reuben goes in first and he comes out and then Shimon goes in, Reuben of course went to the Mikvah of 40 saw and therefore he's tar, but Shimon that went in afterwards, he's tummy because the mikvah at this point doesn't have 40 saw because Reuben, of course, had water that stuck to him and he took it out of the mikvah and therefore when the second one went in, it was less than 40 saw. And the Mishnah over there mikvah is continuing and said, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda argues on the Tanakhama and says, If the feet of the first person has his feet still touching the water when the second one goes in, then the second one would be tar. And how do we see from here that Rabbi Yehuda is the mandam that holds they could change the kavana. So Rashi explains that since we see over here that Rabbi Yehuda holds that the second person, Shimon, that goes into the mikveh is tar, even though Reuven already took out some of the water, because since Reuven still has one foot in the water, so therefore we look at the water on Reuven's body as if it's still connected to the mikveh based on the concept of good aches. Therefore, Rashi says, by extension, we're going to say, Rabbi Huda will also agree in the case where a person has one foot in the water, that based on the concept of good asik mechitza, that's considered like the water now traveled up the person's body and he's still surrounded by the entire mikveh, and therefore he could still change his mind and he could decide to change his kavana as to why he was going to the mikvah. Therefore, Zakra Pedas, that the Bryce says, 
is going specifically like the Shita of Rabbi Huda. And the Gemara continues and explains the mission that we just had in Mikvais. So Amr Nachman Amr Rabbi Rabbi Nachman said the name of Rabbi Abuah. Machlekes, the Machlekes that we just had between Rabban and Rabbi Huda, if there's going to be a tefillah for the second person or not, is only by Mailus Rabbanan. Rabbi Huda is Mekel when the only reason why you go into the Mikvah is for Mailus Rabbanan. So if a person is Tame Mid Rabbanan and they're going to the Mikvah, so then Rabbi Huda is Mekel and he says that Shimon could still be tar even though when he went to the Mikvah, the Mikvah was really Chasa Abam Sar, it didn't have 40 Sar, because since Ruvain's foot is still in the Mikvah, so we'll say the concept of good Achis. And even in the case where it's only Mailus Rabbanan, the Rabbanan argue on Rabbi Huda and they say that the second person's Tfila is not a good Tfila because we don't look at the water that's on Ruvain's body as if it fits in the Mikvah because we don't say good Achis. If it's going on a derisidic tumma for Tyra, and the person has to go to Mikvah for derisidic din, then even Rabbi Huda would agree that the second person would be tummy, and we don't say the concept of good Achis in that scenario, and we look at the Mikvah as its Chaser. And the Gemara explains that based on what Rabbi Nachman said in the name of Rabbi Bavua, then behind the Rabbi Pedas, that based on this version, the Rabbi Pedas makes a lot of sense. That he said in the case that we had before, we were talking about a mild Rabbanon because we were talking about that someone still has one foot in the Mikvah, that the din is that if he was Machsik he can be Machsik and of course the concept of having something Dovakal and Dovakhama is only a mild Rabbanon because really if someone goes to the Mikvah, the din is that he becomes tough for everything, not only for Chulin, for Maizashani, and for Chuma, and for Kachim as well. And the only reason why you have these Mailas is only Rabbanon, they said they have to Kavanah specifically for the Mail that you want to be Matari yourself for. And therefore it makes sense that the only one that says when it's a mild Rabbanon that such a dinner applies that you could say good Achis and then Memela we could say good Asik and as long as this person has one foot in the mikvah it's considered that the entire water of the mikvah is still surrounding the person and he could change his kavana. that's only going with Yerabiudah because with Yerabiudah they hold that even by a mild Rabbanon we don't say the concept of good Achis and definitely with Yerabiudah we wouldn't say the concept of good Asik but the Gemara continues and says Ikad Amri others say that the version of Rav Nachman and Imra was as follows that Amr Nachman Amr the machlekes between Rabbi Huda and Rabbanon is in a case where there's a tumah derisa aspect, and that's why the person is going to the mikvah. And over there, Rabbi Huda still says that we say the concept of a good aches. However, if it would only be a mild Rabbanon that you're going to the mikvah for, Divra I call that even Rabbanon would agree that even Shimon that went into the mikvah and the mikvah at this point is really chasa and it doesn't have forty saw, he's still considered tar because we would say the concept that since Reuben still has his foot in the water, so therefore the water that's on Reuben is considered like it's still in the mikvah and the mikvah is considered like it has a full 40 saw and therefore we say the concept of good achas and therefore l'chayra according to this version that Rapidas is incorrect because according to Rapidas there's no reason to say that our b'risa that we had before about a person that was putting his foot into the water that's considered that he could change his mind at that point because he's considered like he's still in the mikvah is specifically going like Rabbi because since it's going on a mild Rabbanon over there we're not talking about a chi of derisa we're only talking about mild Rabbanon as we explained therefore even Rabbanon would agree that we do say good achas and once we say good Achis, then we also say good Asik. And the Gemara continues. Now, although we just said from Rabbi Das that the Bryce that we had before is going like Rabbi Huda, and Rabbi Huda has a reciprocal relationship between good Achis and good Asik, however, our Gemara now will change that position and hold Rabbi Huda does not have a, a reciprocal relation between good Achis and good Asik, and he actually may hold in good Achis, but good Asik he would not hold in, as we'll explain in a moment. So, Amul yes, Rabbi asked the following question from Rabbi Yechran. Rabbi Huda, according to Rabbi Huda Shita that we just had in a mikvah that was exactly 40 saw and Reuven went in and then came out and then Shimon went in that Rabbi Huda said that Shimon would be tar because we do say good achas so he asked as follows what would be a din could someone go when Reuven's coming out of the mikvah and now the mikvah is less than 40 saw and a person wants to take either a needle or some sort of a weaving fork which weaves go 
old, which were of course very small kalim, and they became tame, and you want to put it on Ruvain's head in enough water that covers up the needle or this weaving fork, and maybe that should be good because you should also say good asik that the water that's in the mikvah is considered like it's on top of Ruvain, and therefore the needle or this weaving fork is considered like it's covered by 40 saw. And this is exactly the shayla you have. Do we say good achasis like Rabbi Yudah, that Rabbi Yudah holds the concept that the water will travel downwards based on the concept of gravity, and therefore since it's eventually going to get into the water, we look at the mikvah as if it is 40 saw, and that's why Shimon is tar. But good asik lesley, but he wouldn't hold the concept that good asik, that the water travels upwards up the body of Ruvain, or Dilma, or do we say good asik nami isle, that Rabbi Yudah also holds in the concept of good asik. Now, of course, as we explained before, Rabbi Pedas actually felt that if Rabbi Yehud holds in the concept of good achis, he also holds in the concept of good asik. This idea is good for the question that Ula had from Rabbi Yehud. The Gemara now continues and says, Amali, so Rabbi Yehud told me, told Ula, Tanisu, we actually learned it in a b'risa. And the b'risa gives us a scenario as follows. Shalosh is benachal. If there are three ditches on a slope in a valley, hal yoyna hertachtoyna vem soyes. And there was an upper ditch, there was a middle ditch, and there was a lower ditch. So hal yoyna hertachtoyna shal esim esim saw. And the top one and the lower ditches were 20 saw each. So therefore they were in a kosher mikvah by themselves. But the middle ditch was actually 40 saw and therefore it was a kosher mikvah. And then you had a bunch of flood water, of rainwater that was flowing between all these ditches and therefore connecting it. Rabbi Huda stated, Rabbi would say, you can even be table in the upper ditch because we look at it as good asik. That since the water is covering all of these ditches and we look at it that the 40 saw is considered like it went uphill and it's considered connected to the 20 saw mikvah and therefore now that 20 saw mikvah is considered like it's a full mikvah of 40 saw. So Rabbi Yechon wants to bring a riot from this price saw that you see Rabbi Yehuda seems to concur with Ramea that not only do we say the concept of good achas we also say the concept of good asik and the water could flow upwards and therefore we see that Rabbi Yehuda also holds the concept of good asik and if you place a needle on top of the person's head while they're walking out of the mikvah then the tefillah should work for that needle. And Ami, this would actually fit very well with Rapidas. However, Ula says back to Rabbi Yechon, we have another price that says, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda actually said, and we turned to Tesla and Bez, that Rabbi would say, you let it be toivel, even in the upper ditch, and certainly in the middle and the lower ditch, because we say good aches and we say good asik. But Rabbi Yehuda himself says, I only allow you to be toivel in the bottom ditch because we say that the water is flowing downwards, and therefore we say good aches, but you're not allowed to be toivel in the upper ditch because we're not going to say that the water flows upwards and we don't say the concept of a good asik. So Amalei, so Rabbi Yechon responded back to Ula, Itanya, Tanya, if we have a price that says such a thing, but first, then of course we have to go with the price, so, and therefore we say, Rabbi is the shita that says, you say good achas as well as good asik, and therefore in a chanami, the price that we had before would go like Rabbi and not like Rabbi said, that's going like Rabbi Yudah. And according to Rabbi in a chanami, if a person puts a needle on top of the person's head that's coming out of the mikvah, that that needle could become tar. However, Lufir Rabbi Yudah, we say good achas, but we don't say good asik, and therefore the needle would not be tar, and the same thing would apply that if a person goes to the Tamikva that has 40 saw, and now he wants to change his kavana, according to Rabbi Yehuda, you wouldn't be able to change your kavana because we don't say good asik, but according to Ramea, we would still be able to change your kavana because we say good asik. And as we mentioned before, at this point in the Gemara, we see that the Pedas is not correct because Rabbi Yehuda would not hold in the concept of good asik, even though he holds in the concept of good achis, and the only one that holds of concept of good achis, as well as the concept of good asik, is Ramea. And the Gemara continues, if a person Tavel himself for chulin, and he had kavanah for chulin. So the Gemara says, "Money my season." Who is this mission that says when you tavel for something and you had specific kavanah for chulin, it only works for chulin and not for ma'isheni? Zakhbar Rabbanah, it's going like Rabbanah that we had on Dafyut Ches that hold that there's a chul between ma'isheni and chulin. The shanah luhu ben chulin and ma'isa. Because we saw before that so 
someone that needed beis mayim a different cipher, which means that the person had a din of shenu l'tumah on his hands. The din is there may hold that mutal l'chulun and maiso that you're not considered tummy both for chulun and for maiso. But the chum oisim for maiso, the chum made a chul between maiso and chulun. They said that you're oisim maiso, but you could be mutal b'chulun. So clearly we saw that the chum have a shita that there is a chul between the mayla of chulun and the mayla of maiso sheni. So the Gemara says aim a sefer, but let's see the sefer in the Mishnah itself. It said big day amarts medrus l'pushin that if you have a beggar of amarts that's not careful even with his chulun that's considered tummy and it's considered avatumah but a gay or parish that's careful with his chulun then the Mishnah brought a second case big day pushin medrus l'ichlechuma that if someone is a parish then his begadim is considered an avatumah but a gay someone that eats chuma but it's mashma that there is no chul between someone that eats chulun or someone that eats maizashini they have the same din and we don't differentiate between them so asan ramei l'chayr that's coming and going like the shita ramei the amah chulun maizah kadadi nino that chulun maizah have the same din and we don't differentiate between those two milers so ratio rabbanim the sefer ramei comes out to ratio ramishdah is going like rabbanim the sefer is going like ramei the gemara answers in ain't a chenami ratio rabbanim the sefer ramei the ratio is going like rabbanim and the sefer is going specifically ramei the gemara says rabachba ado maslo the sefer chamish milers who mukula kulik rabbanim rabachba ado actually adds in a case into the mishdah in the sefer and therefore he has five different milers it goes from prushim oichle ma'isa oichle chuma oichle kodesh v'chatos and those people have different milers and therefore the entire mishnah works out with the free rabbanim because there actually is a chuluk between someone that's careful with chulun and someone that's careful with Maisha Shani, and we will stop over here.